St. Bartholomew is a little bit difficult to, to reflect upon or preach upon because we don't really have much concerning him. And even his name is a little bit confusing. We don't hear the name Bartholomew anywhere in here. We heard Nathaniel. In the Gospel of John, we have this encounter of Jesus and someone known to Philip, apparently, that was hiding in a tree or under a tree. And it's astounded by Jesus who recognizes him and calls him to be one of the disciples. In the other Gospels, we hear the same exact account, except instead of being called Nathaniel, they call him Bartholomew. Now, it's very common, actually, in the ancient world and sometimes in many societies, one to have several names. And you might have a nickname in, in, uh, in one language and another a name in Spanish and a nickname in English that has nothing to do with either name. And such was the case in the ancient world. There was usually an, a Hebrew name, and, which would be Bartolomea, Bar, Bar means of or son of, Ptolomeos, whoever that was, or Nathaniel, which was probably the Greek name. And in his Greek circles, in his Greek world, well, he went by that name. In the Jewish world, he went by another name. Probably had a Latin name, too. And that had nothing to do with, with his regular name. And so his name is cryptic. Who he is is rather mysterious. Yet the interesting thing, and perhaps what impacts here, is Jesus, who recognizes him, he who does not know Jesus, but is astounded by that recognition. Think about when someone recognizes you or knows who you are, but you don't know who they are. Sometimes it's embarrassing. When someone comes and greets you, knows you by name, hey, how you doing? How's it been? How are your kids? And this guy obviously knows who I am, and I cannot remember at all who he is. And so you kind of feign it. You, you play along with it. And the person leaves, and, you, and you're left dumbfounded. goes, who was that? What was that? And you can't remember who it is. A similar thing, however, with a different outcome happened to me when I was in Belen in sixth grade, when my first day of school I remember in Belen. A little sixth grader, I didn't know anybody there. It was only a group of my friends, but certainly I didn't know any of the Jesuits who were there. I didn't know any of the teachers who were there. It was a school at that time of 800, and so I knew 12 guys that were there with me, but I didn't know the rest of them. I didn't know all the 780 plus students that were there. Nobody knew me. And on the first day, I remember, you know, we were getting the tour of the school, we're moving around, and we're in the library, and, well, what does a sixth grader do in the library? You goof off. And so we, were, we found out that the library and the roof had, like, this cork top, and if you threw your pencil hard enough, it'll stick to the roof. And so we all started throwing our pen, you know, of course the teacher wasn't looking, we started throwing pencils, trying to see whose pencil can stick to the roof. And in mid-throw, I hear all of a sudden this very large Jesuit, walks in, and he points right at me, he goes, Signs, what are you laughing at? I submit throw nothing. Who is he? I had no idea who he was. He knew who I was, apparently. I had no idea who this was. And he stared at me, and put the pencil away, and I looked down, and I never looked back up again for about a month. <laughs> he really impressed me. He made it, this is Father Esquivel. If you remember Father Esquivel, he was kind of an imposing figure as well. And he knew how to throw that weight around. And so he left me astounded on that first day. He's like, what is this place? And who is this guy who knows me, apparently, but I don't know who he is? And I always had a certain deference or perhaps a, a certain respect for Father Esquivel from then on. Perhaps this is what Nathaniel also encounters. In Jesus, who recognizes who he is, Nathaniel thinking that he got missed or nobody knows who he is. Yet Jesus knows who he is. 
and that in itself leaves an impression on him. An impression so much that, well, he shall be a disciple and apostle till the end. It was something very little that astounded him that Jesus noticed him in a tree, for whatever that means. But Jesus will say that greater things than this will astound you. And if you believe just because I noticed you from a group or from a crowd, then I will notice even greater things. And you will also notice greater things. And so perhaps we can be caught by surprise when the Lord recognizes us, when he calls us out perhaps from a crowd, from our daily life. How is going to be that, how will that encounter be? Will it be the embarrassing one of when you encounter someone who knows you and you don't know who they are and you have to play it off and you're left confused? Or will it be astounded and surprised or even honored when he calls upon you out of a crowd and selects you? Sometimes people don't want that. They don't want to be pulled out. They don't want to be noticed. However, when the Lord is the one who notices it, how do we take it? In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.